Hey there, my name is Cara McClintock and I am the host of the Building a Better Body podcast. I am a certified health coach, a podcaster and the platform for others to share their story. My aim is to get as many experts on the show as possible, be that experts in health, experts in fitness, experts in mind, body and soul, all the good things that make up that better body. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Karen again. Welcome back to the show. Now, what episode are we on? I believe 112. You know, I heard another podcaster say recently that your average podcaster gives up on their show after episode number seven because they don't think they're getting enough traction or they're just a little bit disheartened by it in some way. And interestingly, I went back and had a peep at what my seventh episode was and it was called Mindset. Simply just mindset. How appropriate. I think I had it in my mind back then that this was going to be a permanent feature for me. And I'm so glad I didn't give up. You know, podcasting is a slow burner. It isn't instant success. And in a world where we expect instant success, it's um it's difficult almost to stick with something. I'm still probably not a success as well, but that's that's okay. That's not why I do it. I do it because I love it and it's a passion project. So I'm gonna be around for a while and I hope you'll stick around to listen. Now, that being said, let me tee up the next guest for you. Today I am talking to Sonny Blonstein Dent. You may remember he was on the show before talking about his anxiety and how he dealt with it through diet. Well, he's back and this time we are talking about sleep, the importance of sunlight, his favourite gut health and much, much more in between. And I want to thank Sonny for coming back and I encourage you to go and follow him on Instagram because he is absolutely amazing over there. He's known as the Ancestral Health Guy. He'll he'll be sharing interesting, eye-opening information all the time and I know you guys could get a lot from it. So please enjoy this chat that we had today. Before we get started, let me tell you, I have a discount code again for the lovely guys over at Hunter and Gather Foods. So if you would like to grab a packet of their collagen peptides, head on over to hunterandgatherfoods.com and I will put a link in the show notes and check out with the code Karen20. So if you don't know much about collagen, it will help promote muscle repair, recovery from exercise, enhance your bone density, aid cartilage repair, regenerate and help with elasticity of your skin and connective tissue and ligaments. Here, that sounds pretty good. So if you want to grab yourself a bag, as I say, head on over to hunterandgatherfoods.com and use Karen20 at checkout. Enjoy, guys. Hey, Sonny, welcome back on the show. How are you doing today? Hey, good, thanks. How are you doing? I am very good. I'm so excited to have you back. Can you remember when you were on last? Can you remember when it was? I think it was in July. It was. Yeah. I, I looked it up before I, I came on. It was in June. Uh, I was in June. Wow, that's quite a while ago now. Yeah, and you were episode number ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah, ninety-nine. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're going to be this time. I've lost track, <laughs> but you, in the hundreds anyway. Yeah. So, what has been happening since the last time we talked? I know your Instagram is pretty huge right now, and it was even when we spoke the last time. And people, I know people are getting a lot of value from it. I'm sure you've got tons of engagement. So, what sort of new directions and opportunities have you had since we've last talked? To be honest, it's kind of it's the same thing, yeah. but maybe some more like deals, more people trying to like advertise, trying to sell me their products. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> and also, I mean, I've started to write a guide about how to heal anxiety. I mm-hmm. could definitely um, have more opportunity to, you yeah. know, to share my knowledge and stuff like that. But apart, but it's really the same thing: uploading posts, yeah, um, engaging with everyone, 
just trying to like just make the best content I can and yeah you know yeah. Your, your graphics are just amazing do you do those all from scratch thanks yeah me and my girlfriend my girlfriend helps me a lot actually it probably helps as well it's you know people kind of stop and look oh what's this it's it's an engaging way and they're all exactly yeah. the same sort of style which is great you get that theme going throughout yeah I think the problem with nutrition in general is it's really hard to find information it just kind of looks like a bunch of studies you know yeah yeah exactly it's much more uh, approachable if you like <laughs> yeah exactly and the last time we were talking you wanted to start helping people have you had many people reach out and try and get sort of consultations with you I have I've done a couple actually I've done a couple of consultations mm-hmm. and um, just people ask me questions all, all the time so like even without consultations I'm I'm always like giving people advice but as yeah. you know I'm not a doctor so I try to tell them you know I'm not a doctor I'm just giving you some advice and yeah. if you have a serious issue you should always contact you know yes. you have to put first. that disclaimer in all the time <laughs> yeah it's just it's just based on my lifestyle you know I'm not I'm not some like genius who knows everything I'm just like it's just on my based on my experiences and based on how I feel and based on yeah. you know yeah it's like anything when something works for you you can't help be passionate about it and, and shout from the rooftops but then at the same time because I've been here you got to take a little step back and think right everybody's on a different journey they're not exactly yeah. the same as me but maybe one thing that I suggest will trigger something that helps them you know yeah exactly yeah so today we wanted to talk first of all a little bit about sleep I know you're quite into it and I'm super passionate about it. I'm so nerdy about mm-hmm. sleep and I've talked about it before on the show. It's funny because, you know, years ago, nobody ever talked about it at all. Maybe we just slept better years ago, <laughs> but mm-hmm. now it's very prominent. You know, there's just all sorts of issues with sleep, waking up in the middle of the night, not yeah. being able to fall asleep, picking up your phone. Um, <laughs> what would you yeah. sort of, what's the first thing you would say about sleep? Well, the first thing I'd say is that sleep used to be, just a natural human thing it'd get dark we'd get tired go to sleep yeah but since the invention of light bulbs Mm. everything's changed right yeah now now we we can stay awake all night we can we can work all the time yeah so that's the biggest thing in my opinion is just the blue light just constantly being you know even if you turn even if you turn off your lights inside you know you'll have like uh, street lights you'll have Mm. you know some sort of fire alarm there's always going to be lights around you so you really have to yeah you know turn off everything if you want to maximize your sleep i know whenever i don't know about you if you ever stay in a hotel room there's always some light on somewhere like a re-red light yeah. or the light off of the smoke alarm and i like i'm putting yeah exactly jackets over things and all <laughs> no i know what you mean the fire alarm as well is just they have this little i don't know how it is where like in ireland but like mm. here there's like um it's just like a green light all yes. the time yeah <laughs> and it's just really annoying. And you have to like cover it with tape. I know. So normally it's okay. You can cover these things. But I was in a hotel recently where there was this big, like, I don't know. It was like a big white light, which was just always on. And it's like, what is that? They can't even cover it. So it just irritated me all night. Oh, God. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> and then you think of the, you know, the alarm clocks, the old alarm clocks are beside your bed that were always lit up. And you never really thought anything about those. But I think yeah. I've... I've talked about about uh, light exposure on here in that even if you're not looking at it, it can get through. Yeah, the skin. The yeah. skin also has receptors which can pick up the light. Exactly. Yeah, it's. I have people... blackout blinds, and yeah. it literally like changed my whole like sleep. My whole like, it's crazy how much of an impact it had. Because yeah. I used to just use these like kind of folded blinds. Yes. Where so a tiny bit of light could come through, and I thought, oh, you know, most of the lights yeah. shut off. It's fine. And ever since I've been using blackout blinds, like 
I sleep just like a baby. This oh, is crazy. I want them so bad. Yeah, are they expensive? Probably. <laughs> no, you can get them for thirty pounds. Just order oh, them from like a. Nice. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. I always want. How does it work? Are they tighter to the wall? Because I have yeah, you like, got to tight. You got to like screw them onto the wall, and ah, then you kind of yes. it's just like a blind kind of thing, like you pull it down. Yeah, because I bought really dark curtains on purpose, but still on the edges because they're not stuck to the wall. You know, you get that little bit of light creeping in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. You know, you want to be complete blackout. Like yeah. you can't see anything in front of you. Yeah, you you didn't you needn't be scared of the dark. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. It, it has actually changed my life. Like I just sleep better, like like uh, so much better. I just wake up feeling like refreshed. You'll have to send me a link to those. Are they from Amazon? <laughs> no, they're not. They're just I don't remember. It's like it's not like the best webs. They're not going to be like premium no. quality blinds, but they work. So. Yeah, cool. So basically what we're saying is any sort of uh, light exposure when we're not supposed to be getting it is literally telling our brain, wake up, let's go. And that's why we're not sleeping. <laughs> Mic drop. <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Like our bra- our bo- the body's like a 24-hour clock. Like it works on circadian, these rips, things called circadian rhythms. Yes. So it tells us like what time of day it is, like by mm-hmm. how much sunlight there is, by like a lack of sunlight at night, like tells us like, oh my God, it's nighttime. Like mm-hmm. let's get, like let's produce you know melatonin that mm-hmm. makes us sleepy mm-hmm. right so when you when you have exposure to blue light suddenly you know you're not going to be producing as much melatonin so you're going to be not sleepy yeah basically. it makes perfect sense but harder to yeah. do maybe <laughs> so let's talk about sunlight exposure then how important is that to our sleep quality because i'm sort of thinking you know you say you work in an office that has artificial light and maybe no light getting in at all and you know, then you come home when it's dark. What what's that doing to us? Yeah, it's really important because if you think about it, like just like a clock, right? So, what sets our clock? What sets the time? It's sunlight. Mm-hmm. So, like if you're waking up to your phone, for example, then you're going to be setting it. It's going to be running off the wrong time. But if you set it, if if you wake up and look at the morning sunrise or the morning light, your body it's it sends signals to your bodies, and this also produces like feel good hormones even. Mm-hmm. And it, and even cortisol. Because people like think, oh my god, cortisol is bad. It's stress hormone. Mm-hmm. But actually, like it has a purpose, right? Stress. Ho- it's good to feel a bit stressed in the morning because it makes mm-hmm. you want to get out of bed. Exactly. Yep. So it's important. Like it's like, people like it's it, it's holistic, right? There's lots of different hormones, and it depends. It all depends on the time of day, you know, and yeah. what time. For sure. Yeah. And and I talked about sort of junk light. You know that kind of artificial light that you'll see yeah, yeah, in yeah. offices. I've said to a few people, you know. Do you know whenever you feel exhausted and you come out of work and you're kind of really fuzzy headed, just really tired and you can't understand why because you've slept well, you you think you've ate well, but there's this kind of weird, I don't feel refreshed and it's because you've been yeah. subjecting yourself to this horrible light all day. Yeah, because even that light, even though you'd say, like, even though, you know, it's blue light during the day, it's not so bad, mm-hmm. it's still artificial light and it's like, your body doesn't really know, it's not like the same as the sun. Yeah. It's like so those- you can still like... If, yeah. if, if listeners can think, you know those ugly fluorescent lights you get in offices? Exactly, or in <laughs> schools, you know? Yeah, exactly. I suppose there's not really too much you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, you can, well, you can, you can, you can wear, um, oh, yes, of you course. can wear the day blue light blocking glasses. They have, they have day ones now in, mm-hmm. in a couple of companies where you literally wear them during the day and they're less, they're less orange, but they still block out the artificial light. Yeah. And you can do that. Maybe making sure you get a, a walk in on your breaks or your or your lunchtime and stuff like that. Yeah, instead of you know, instead of taking a smoke break, you can take a sunlight break. You yeah, know? sounds good to me. <laughs> so yeah. that, I know you talk about this wearing sunglasses. Do you not wear them at all? 
I don't I don't wear them. I mean, to be honest, I've never for me it wasn't much of a problem because I never really liked wearing them. Yeah. Because I kind of liked I just liked like looking at like the sunrise and looking how bright it was. Yeah. But yeah, it is a problem because it's the same kind of concept. You think about it, like the light, right? Our eyes are like receptors. They tell us yeah. that the sun is, you know, it absorbs the sunlight and tells us like our bodies like to produce hormones, what time of day it is. So obviously, if it's if you're wearing sunglasses, it's a lot darker than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. your body will become more susceptible to like to becoming burnt. You know? Yeah. So like, if you went out on your lunchtime break and you put sunglasses on, it's literally you might as well not bother. <laughs> yeah. Unless your skin's out as well, so you're obviously getting the the vitamin D, but you're kind of counteracting the fact that you want to go out and get the light in your face. Yeah. Yeah. What about like if you're driving? I do like to wear sunglasses when I'm driving. Yeah, that's. I mean, obviously, there's like certain situations, right? Yeah. Because like you know, we live. We're not exactly our ancestors. We have like cars now and stuff. Yeah. So if you can't see, then obviously, you might want to put them on. Yeah. So you don't die. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about getting that circadian rhythm in sync. So light in the morning and less 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 light at night. So then let's talk about bedtime routine then. So should you start winding down a couple of hours before you go to bed? Yeah, about bedtime routine there's like a couple of things that are really important. You can you can do that. You don't have to. Like some people they can just go straight to bed. Yeah. But I think the main the, the you know, it's don't use your phone. There are like filters you can get for your phone where you can like make it really like Without even wearing glasses, you can make it so it doesn't affect circadian rhythms. Yeah, which I think lots of people talk about that. Yeah, um, and also a big thing for uh, for sleep as well is um, not eating too close to bedtime. Yes, because if you think about it, our bodies like during sleep it needs to focus on healing, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're eating like too much before bed, our bodies are like has to digest the food, it has to focus on digestion, so it won't be able to mm-hmm. you know recover as well and do its do all those beautiful. Um, processes during sleep absolutely i totally agree and then going to bed it's not something that i want to compromise with i like to go to bed early (laughs) Uh, yeah i I love going to bed around about 10 or half 10 because i know that the restorative sleep happens before midnight Mm -hmm. i I had learned that in the past but now that i've been tracking my sleep i can see it exactly happening you know it's just a little tiny space of time and then boom deep sleep quite a quite a good chunk happens there and then a little bit later on in the night but i know if i was to go to bed at one or 12 i would miss that really really good restorative deep sleep and to see that graph is brilliant i love tracking that sort of thing yeah i, I need to actually get better at this because recently i got into the habit of going to bed too late yeah and then kind of getting to the habit of just becoming you know waking up late and yeah all this jazz but yeah it, it, it is actually really important especially if you're suffering you know from anxiety depression mm-hmm. anything really because sleep is is the number one healer to be honest sleep is one of the only times our body's actually healing yes so like so if you're like if you're completely healthy then you can probably get away with going to bed later but if you're suffering from any sort of chronic disease gut issue anything really then you should be going to bed early before just after it gets dark yeah i often talk about four pillars of health sleep uh nutrition mindfulness and movement and i think sleep is slowly but surely creeping up to be the most important of all of those definitely because if we don't have bad sleep then nothing else we can't heal no matter what we do yeah and then everything else goes to pot so you kind of eat all the nasty things because your hormones are out of whack you're not going to be able to sit and meditate and you if you exercise on top of that you're just putting more stress on your body yeah exactly yeah that's a good point 
Yeah. So using technology in bed then, I imagine this is a huge one for people. You know, they'll say, oh yeah, I'll just, I need my phone, it's my alarm, but is that all you use it for? <laughs> um, yeah. I was talking That's to a guy, point. I was talking to a guy recently and he has, I think, three teenagers and he makes them all put their phones downstairs before they go to bed. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you can stay up as long as you like, you can talk to each other, you can read books, but your phones are going downstairs. And they, they often see them like creeping downstairs, having a peep at it, but they're like, oh, just come down for a glass of water and they're like oh, away on your snapchat <laughs> oh god but I, I can imagine as a teenager you just that draw is just insatiable you yeah know? i didn't have mm-hmm. that i didn't have a smartphone when i was like 17 but i mean getting that routine i think is important because when you wake up if you wake up in the middle of the night and you pick up that blue light you're literally telling your brain right yeah. let's go it's time to go yeah you'll give it you'll probably, you probably won't be able to go to sleep for another like half an hour because yeah. your body's just confused how do we get people to stop doing that <laughs> I mean, I think it's just, I mean, there's definitely discipline involved, right? But I think it's just getting into the routine. You just, after a certain time, you put your phone on airplane mode. You try mm-hmm. to turn off your Wi-Fi if you're scared about EMFs, yeah. which I kind of am. Yeah. You you know, you turn the lights off. You know, you, you, make, you wear blue blocking glasses in case you still have lights on. <laughs> and yeah. then you take them off and go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what else they can do. I unless, know. You know everybody's different but it is about creating that habit and then maybe noticing that you do actually feel better and then you want to keep doing it like anything like going to the gym you know if you've been going to the gym for three years you're not likely to stop now unless something happens. yeah that's such a good point and you're like kind of addicted to that feel good so you may feel more relaxed you may get better sleep you'll you'll go through your day happier because you start doing this new thing so let us be an inspiration to everybody out there i don't pick my phone up in the middle of the night i absolutely don't <laughs> yeah i and think it, the problem as well is that most people they only want to improve their health like when it gets to a dire point right yeah so they're exactly. not going to be focusing on they don't really they're not going to focus on lights on emf radiation no on you know blue light any of these problems until they are suffering from something really serious i know like we i say on here all the time we talk about all this sort of stuff and think it's really obvious <laughs> but it's not yeah. to everybody you know, they're not, so yeah. unaware of all these different things it's just because we're geeky and we enjoy all this sort of stuff <laughs> yeah, probably is. yeah and then so i did touch upon hormones there um i know a little bit about this but what are your thoughts on how that affects our day if we haven't slept well regarding hormones I mean, I'm not. I don't know exactly like exactly what you know how important it is for our hormones, but mm. I mean, it's kind of holistic. You know, yeah. everything's holistic. So mm-hmm. it's just like everything. You know, it's like the same with sunlight. Like you need the sunlight to produce like serotonin and dopamine. But yeah, I don't know the exact yeah. like hormones. There's just yeah. There's two that I know about. There's ghrelin and leptin. Um, your oh yeah. Your your hunger hormone and your satiety hormone. And there is studies to say that if you haven't slept, if you've had a really disruptive night's sleep, they are out of whack and you're basically always hungry and never satisfied. So that's why you want to grab a donut. Mm, yeah, I heard about that actually. That's what like the whole Dr. Jack Cruz yeah. kind of thing's about, using leptin, losing the sunlight, using um, sleep and cold cold therapy yeah. as a way to lose, lose weight as well. Yeah, oh yeah, that's great. I, I, I'm not a fan. I know that it's really good, but I just can't do the cold shower thing. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's like I'm kind of a bit on, I don't know, I'm kind of on the edge of it because I know for a fact that our bodies produce like produce heat when we're ill, Yeah. like to make chemical reactions happen faster. Mm-hmm. And lots of people, um, I don't know if you know about this, but like the whole inflammation thing, mm-hmm. like my view on it is that like it's not a bad thing and it actually helps us and yeah. it's there for a reason. And mm-hmm. we, 
we can then, and only until we you know deal with the root cause will it go away mm-hmm. so for me like cold showers like people say oh it reduces inflammation it's like but why do you want to reduce this inflammation mm-hmm. like it's there for a reason like it's there to stop further damage it's there to stop scarring exactly so like so there's no point of like having a cold shower and i think there's also another thing to be said about you know like is there a difference between is it actually helping us or does it just make us feel really stressed <laughs> and then we kind of get excited from the stress of it yeah and we think it's good for us because oh, that's yeah. kind of like we're w- working out as well yeah like it's not always good for people working out mm-hmm. um it can be very stressful for the body like too much working out you know cold showers and working out they're all very stressful and mm-hmm. and after we finish we feel so good and we're like this must be good for us yeah but uh i'd say we need to like think you know it's not it's not that simple yeah so that so i'm kind of on the edge about the whole cold shower stuff because mm-hmm. i feel like it's much more beneficial having a, um, a hot shower yeah. <laughs> and you know like relaxing the body <laughs> yeah we do mindlessly follow stuff though don't we it's like oh that that sounds like that must work so i'm gonna do that and then you don't even think about do you actually feel good yeah <laughs> doing this because if you if you haven't slept and you've gone to the gym and you've done a cold shower yeah like you say that's just stress that you don't need <laughs> I need a I need a bath after that. <laughs> yeah, especially people who are like who are already suffering from, you know, chronic disease. They their body's already stressed out all the time. Yeah. So that that stress can like from that's why I always recommend people like to not exercise. Like yes, go and walk, but don't mm. exercise like too much when you're like suffering from any serious illness. Yeah, for sure. Mm, I like that. So let's talk about now, Sonny, your favorite topic: nutrition and gut health. Yeah, <laughs> it's your favorite. I know it's your favorite. Uh, and we've it talked, is my favorite. We've talked a little bit about anxiety and diet before. Uh, one post actually you put up was it yesterday on Instagram had the title "The Human Body Can't Detox yeah. Without Meat." Oh, so good. Um, I imagine that this triggered a few people. <laughs> Can it you wasn't t- actually as bad as I thought it was going to be because, no, like, expecting a big backlash. <laughs> I was expecting a lot more backlash, especially because I used some like hashtags that vegans yeah. normally like not vegans but plant-based people normally like look at mm-hmm. yeah. just like food like food is medicine kind of stuff but yeah no it wasn't too bad actually because i think like you no know, if i said if i was just completely demonizing like saying oh vegans like are stupid because they can't detox about meat mm. then it would get more backlash but because i just like said oh like glycine and taurine are essential for detoxing mm-hmm. it's like they couldn't really debunk me and there wasn't really much that's um, it if you can bring facts to the table you, you, you there's no questions that's that it is what it is yeah, there uh, were some people saying like, oh, you don't, maybe you don't need meat though. You can get these amino acids from like animal food. So you can be like vegetarian, uh-huh. which is technically true. Right. But it's still like, for example, taurine is still better, is more, is found more in like red meat. Yeah. So can you tell us, I know you kind of answered it, but can you tell us why we need meat to detox? Just like in a yes. clear sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, amino acids like protein Mm-hmm. Um, is essential protein and amino acids are essential for detoxing right because it it affects the um, it affects the production of bile bile acid mm-hmm. and this basically helps detox the body and um you know i don't know if you know this but plant protein is missing like some amino acids yes yes so it's missing like a couple and it's also less bioavailable mm-hmm. so some of these amino acids are glycine and taurine which have been shown to like help the body detox and you know, glycine is like from bone broth you can get that from bone broth so one of the things I was saying in this post is that, um, you know, lots of plant-based people, they always complain they have acne hmm. and, like, skin problems. And one of the things that carnivore people, especially, men- like, no- mention on, like, their, like, on the forums is that their skin is, like, the most vibrant it's ever been. Yeah. 
And I think a big part of that is these amino acids that, that you can't find in plant foods. Mm. Yeah, because what is like, if you think about it, what is spots, what is acne? And it's not just like random grease or dirt necessarily. <laughs> it's like um, toxins, right? It's toxins coming out in the skin. Like it's a, it's a reaction to something. Yeah. And, um, and your body can like detox it. Um, but if it can't, then it turns into acne which is when it causes like scars and stuff like that. I have to say my skin is probably the best it's ever been. I've never been plant-based, but since I've cut yeah. out greens and maybe adding in actually a little bit more meat lately and mm. plenty of eggs, there's it's there's definitely like a, a suppleness to it. And I used to always have dry hands and not at all now. That was like always a problem, dry hands, especially in the winter. Yeah. But they're absolutely, well, it's not the winter yet, but I'm I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready for it, yeah. All the cod liver oil as well. Yes, exactly. And my liver tablets. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely glycine is a huge one. You know, like the collagen, the glycine from bone broth as well. Yes. That like not many people don't really people don't really talk about it much, and it's so important, mm -hmm. especially the skin. I remember that I heard a story about um, this Chinese village, this village in China, and the people there had amazing skin, and they're really old, and they were like they looked really young. And it's because they were eating loads of pig feet, which was very high in like, you know, like collagen, like yeah. the, what's it called? Like gelatin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. I wonder and how they were prepared just eating it. loads of it. <laughs> yeah. In China, they eat lots of, they eat chicken feet, um, you know, pig's yeah. feet, pig, uh, pig uh, chicken feet broth. So they, do they actually eat the feet or do they make a broth and then get they all the gelatinous? They do eat the, they do, I've been to China and they do actually eat the feet. I mean, they eat it here as well, but yeah. Um, yeah, chicken feet, they just eat it. They just bite it. Can't be much eat eaten in it. <laughs> there actually surprisingly is. It's like it's the collagen. It's the it's like the little collagen y bony, the soft bone around the feet. Yeah. And like I'm not a huge fan of it, but I do yeah. I do make some chicken feet broth sometimes. You can like yeah. I just buy it from a local farm. That's better. I think we're scared of textures, aren't we? Like that kind of that heebie jeebie yeah. feeling in, in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, Western people are definitely I know. Chicken Scared breast, that sort of and that's stuff. it, please. And, he's, and cut all the nasty bits off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm talking about what's sort of essential. I don't know if you noticed the post I put up uh, yesterday. Is dietary carbohydrate essential for human nutrition? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. I didn't realize it was so old as well. It was in May 2002. But, yeah. Um, I really like the fact that they mentioned all of the stuff that was essential and it's some of the stuff that you're mentioning leucine lysine all the different mm -hmm. things i'll not call them all out because people will fall asleep but you can check oh, that yeah. out but it's yeah the, i mean i do eat carbohydrates and i know you do as well because i just mm -hmm. like variety but whenever you hear somebody say oh yeah you absolutely have to have carbohydrates for energy it's actually not true yeah <laughs> yeah it's not true you can be you can like do well on a keto diet but i do think that like carbs are definitely a more optimal source of energy for sure like like when I was on the carnivore diet, I loved it. I felt amazing. Well, my symptoms were amazing. I was feeling like my anxiety was completely gone, right? But my energy levels were so low. Like yeah. I was always tired. Yeah. Um, and I tried increasing my fat. I tried everything. Mm -hmm. I tried electrolytes. I, I literally ate like insane amount of fat just to get, trying to get energy from it. Yeah. Didn't work. And um, yeah, because I mean, our brain and our eyes do run off glucose primarily, and glucose is the preferred source of fuel for the body. I mean, there has to be some sort of reason for that. You yeah. know, it can't be just random. To me, it's about being metabolically flexible, just being able to tap into the both rather than just yeah. plain sugar all the time. It's also about context as well, right? So, like, some people maybe, you know, they, they do better at a certain time. Like, 
there isn't one diet all like that works for everyone all the time. Yeah, of like sometimes you need to like do a keto diet in order to, for example, like when the gut's injured, you know, the starches and grains tend to be like hard to digest. So like mm-hmm. you want to be on a on a low carb diet while you're like healing the gut. Yeah, but that sure. doesn't mean that you need to be on like a low carb diet forever. Yeah, it's, it's stay in your own lane and work out what makes you feel good and enjoy as well. Because I know, I know you like your mashed potatoes, <laughs> and I, I also, yeah. I know that uh, you said that you, you know, you were quite thin, so you, you know, you can get away with eating more of these mm-hmm. sorts of foods. Yeah, and you're a big fan of sardo. Did you see I made sardo? Yeah, I saw it. That's amazing. It's it's for your first try. I was really impressed. It wasn't perfect. I would definitely because the recipe said, which is ridiculous, cook for thirty to forty minutes. And I'm like, wow, that's a big window. <laughs> so now I know because you have to get the new year oven. So now I need to do it for forty minutes, and I'll yeah. be perf- perfect. But it was definitely edible. Uh, it was just a wee bit. Uh, it looks. Anemic. It looks. It looks good. Yeah, it's in the freezer. I I would only eat it every now and again, but it's frozen, and I'll I'll take out a couple of slices here and there. <laughs> yeah, sourdough. When, when you once you learn about the preparation of plant foods, the whole like the whole game changes yes. because you realize that you can make all these things that we thought were bad for us. You can make them healthy. Yeah, like even like a McDonald's meal, you could like fry your own chips in tallow, like deep fry mm. them in tallow, like have yeah. a burger, a sourdough bun, like organic vegetables. Yeah. Um, grass-fed beef you know it's amazing the possibilities are endless you know and it's really it's it's not bad for you at all yeah no i love that yeah and food, it's all about uh, the preparation exactly food should be a celebration you need it can't be a torture you know i just true. cannot I, I love all the carnivore guys but just sitting down to liver and <laughs> i don't know all the all the crazy stuff yeah. that everybody, i just no i just can't do it but i absolutely admire them and i know that they're thriving on it but it's just not for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely something to be said about actually enjoying like different flavors as well. If yeah. you are like, you know, the like, you know, some sort of maybe neurotransmitter gets, you know, released when you eat some, you know, yeah. a and different about, flavor. And when you go to, I think I talked about this a long time ago on the show, when you go to different countries, you want to try all of their different dishes, like the chicken feet, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, just to kind of embrace the culture because yeah, they've been doing exactly. it for years, you know. And this, I've always, I've noticed these patterns as well when you go to, if you look at any traditional diet, they always have nutrient-dense animal foods, probably mm-hmm. organ meats. They'll have some sort of broth. They'll have starches. They're always like fan of some sort of carbs. And it always has herbs and herbs. And there's like all these patterns that you can find across, which which is one of the reasons why I love the Western A. Price book, because it, kind of, it kind of shows us perfectly, right? Yeah. We went around all these different tribes. What's the favorite food of choice that you've had that's not traditionally British? <laughs> mm, that's a good question, actually. I think maybe like some sort of a pig ears. I really like pig ears. Really? Are they really yeah, fatty? Really nice. Are they really fatty or crispy? They're not. They're not really fatty, but they're a bit like they're like they're kind of collagen-y, just like pigs' feet. Yeah. They have like you know like the little the kind of the end of the ear is very like collagen-y and like <laughs> right. chewy. Right. It's okay. actually really really nice. I had it at a Chinese restaurant oh. with ses- sesame oil and chili. Oh, nice. But and it was t- actually really really tasty. Yeah. Does it taste? I was like, like really surprised. Does it taste like bacon? No pork it doesn't no no it doesn't it's like kind of a it's kind of like a almost a smooth and it's cold as well for some reason they serve it cold they cook it but then they serve it cold oh you're putting me off now <laughs> no it's actually really good I, it, i'm not advertising it well but no that's okay. i am up for trying anything no joke i will i'll try it all and if i don't like it i don't like it but the- i have actually tried brain as well at like a chinese um hot pot restaurant surely that texture's not on like you know it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that nice but then again i don't think the quality was amazing yeah 
have to try again with a really nice pasture-raised, you know. Yeah, mix it with something, maybe hide it, hide it a bit. Yeah, I actually looked online, and not even online, My apparently my grandparents used to make brain and scrambled eggs, like, my my <laughs> great, my grandparents, and I was like, what? And they just completely, I was like, where did this go, all this amazing knowledge? Like, where did these foods go? They just, something happened in the 19-whatever, like, yeah. 60s, and just, people just stopped eating organ meats, and like, all this, like, nutrient-dense foods. See, I don't that know what happened. Back then, it was waste, not want, not, and you have to eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but not even but, that. It's like it was advertised as being healthy, like, eat your butter, eat your red, you know what I mean? I know. Where'd it all go wrong? I don't know. I know. It was, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a long history, I guess. So, Sonny, um, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I, You know I always ask this question. I wonder if you've got a new final thought for today in order to build that better body. What can we go away with today? I think this time my advice would be like don't just focus on one area of health. Maybe mm-hmm. focus on like two. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just focus on nutrition. Focus on, you know, getting the optimal sunlight and nutrition. Focus on getting the optimal sunlight, nutrition, and, you know, reducing EMF exposure. Like, mm-hmm. or like just address multiple areas because, you know, your body is like a is a holistic. You need a holistic approach. The the truth is, there's probably more than one thing causing a problem. Mm-hmm. For sure. Perfect. Something for people to go away with i love it well thank you very much sunny that was great i enjoyed that conversation today it was very flowing <laughs> yeah thanks so much for inviting me on you are welcome just before you head off i want to say a big thank you for listening today i truly truly appreciate you now i don't make any money from this show i just wanted to tell you that it's all just a passion project and i hope it just kind of resonates with you but if you do want to support the show you can do so with patreon And if you aren't sure what that is, head on over to karamcclintock.co.uk forward slash support the show and you can find out more there. Bye for now.